Welcome to the podcast Appetite for Life with me, Karen Kelly, keeping the spiel real as we discuss today's habitual lifestyle with various topics, the occasional guest, women in business and fun, interesting chat. Whether you're a stay-at-home parent, work from home, have a sleepy commute to the office or flying high around the globe, there's something for everyone and anything goes, but keep it clean, it's just everyday life and how we fill it, so tune in and pump up the volume. It's good to talk with an appetite for life. For some reason, I get really excited about recycling, even though I'm not really a great person who recycles. But I'd like to introduce Lisa Collis of Answer. Welcome, Lisa. Thanks for joining us today. Good afternoon, Karen. Lovely to be here. So first of all, let's have an introduction to Answer and how it fits into Cheshire East. Okay, then. A lot of people in my talks, when I say, who's heard of Answer, they look a bit blankly at me. As soon as yeah. I say, have you heard about Cheshire East Council? They're like, yeah, yeah, we know. Um, so basically what it is, we work for Cheshire East Council. So we do the bins, collections, the street cleansing, the parks on behalf of the council. It's a private company, but we're owned by them, if that makes sense. Right, yeah. okay then. Because I know I visited Answer, didn't I? Maybe about 12 months ago. And yes. I know we didn't have long. I would have loved a full tour. I know I, I'm really, I must be really sad because I know you showed me some fabulous things as well that were made from recycling materials, which we'll get onto a bit later. And yes. um, find it quite intriguing. Let's have an overview then and explain uh, what services you provide. Tell us a bit more about Answer. Okay, so we're based in Middlewich and I work in the offices in a place called a waste transfer station, which is where all your bin contents come to. And that's where it gets initially sorted, um, each of your bins, the silver and the black, and they both go to different places, which we'll discuss in a little bit. Um, as for actual situation where we are we trying to get as central into Cheshire East as we could um, and we got uh, got the land so it was it was really good now um, we have quite a very good recycle rate at the moment 55% which is going up all the time as well um, so that's on the waste and recycling side we also do street cleansing which is if you're pavements are muddy they've got leaves on there that are a bit of a hazard we'll get rid of them um parks we keep parks looking good we we're in charge of the upkeep of those as well um and keep them safe we open new parks and uh that's basically what we do so a lot yeah definitely so we're going to be talking about what goes in which bin a bit later on aren't we but I know that's interesting as well, because even now, sometimes we've got black bins, we've got the garden bins and we've got the grey bins. Some people even have other colour bins, purple, pink. I don't know. There's many of them, isn't there? You see them all lined up. But sometimes I do hover thinking, is that that one? Is that that one? You know, but um, <laughs> we'll come back onto that a bit later. So you've got some campaigns going on at the moment, haven't you? So I think you've got one yes. called Leave It Loose. Yes, we do. We have Leave It Loose. And some people might say that's a bit of an odd title. Why? Um, basically, recyclable materials are much easier to process if they're put into silver bins loose, not in bags or boxes. Not in bags. Okay. So, yeah. So when they get to Middlewich and they get emptied out, the bins do, on the forecourt, we can see what's in there really clearly. Right. So um, where we can then, let's not put things in, in, a, in a bag in the grey bin. We need them loose. In the leave bin. them loose, yeah. Leave, leave it, it loose. <laughs> it says here, what happens to bin contents once our bins get emptied? So we're talking Ooh. all 
for bins now. This is really nitty gritty, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> is there any trace back? Sometimes I've thought, I've put that in the wrong bin. Is there any trace back to me? <laughs> Will I get fined? <laughs> well, this is quite the, no, no, we don't. Uh, if, if they see something dodgy like a dirty nappy in a silver bin, you'll probably get a sticker. Yeah, that's what you've been saying. Please don't recycle nappies, put it in your black bin. Mm. But as for where your bin contents go, they get emptied every fortnight, so alternate each fortnight. They all come to Middlewich, the waste transfer station, and there's two big buildings on site. Now, we keep it really, really simple. There's one big building for recycle it, and there's one big building for residual waste, which is your black bin. The recycling gets sorted through. Anything that shouldn't be in there gets initially pulled out, gets put on trucks, and it goes off to a place called UPM, which is United Paper Mill Recycle Plant in Shotton, Deeside, where a great big um, machinery separates all the recycling and makes it into new things. The other building, your black bin waste goes in, goes into a massive shredder on site, and then it gets put on trucks, goes off to run corn, and it gets incinerated or burnt and changed into energy, gas and electric. So we don't have landfill in Cheshire East, you'll be very pleased to know. Did there used to be a landfill? There used to be, but then we've got access to UPM now, which, and uh, to run corn and the different opportunities we have now of changing waste to energy and it's yeah. absolutely brilliant we're very privileged because a lot of councils don't do that now i can't say zero landfill there are a couple of things that will slip through the net but it's something like 0.01 percent it's you know it's yeah not so it's low. really low really low so what are unusual suspects then lisa so there's some grey areas, isn't it? That was what I was talking about earlier when you think, oh, which, which bin does it go in? And you might just put it in the wrong one just to get rid of it. So let's talk through some unusual suspects. Um, right. So we know the five basic things you recycle. There's glass, plastic, paper, cardboard, tin. These are things, unusual suspects, things that fall in the grey area that stop and make you stop and think and think, well, what bin does that go in? Yeah. Basically, the rule of thumb, and this is a really useful thing, if you're in doubt, think about anything that could damage machinery at the recycle plant. So, polystyrene breaks into little tiny bits, gets everywhere, yes. can't be yeah. recycled, gets caught in the cogs. Cling film, stretchy, gets wrapped around the cogs, can cause a lot of damage. Anything like hard plastic that machines can't deal with or the melting point's just too high, it can't melt the plastic down and make it into new things. So that's a really good guide to what you can and what you can't recycle. So bubble wrap, at the moment you can't recycle it. Uh, microwave film you can, even though it is a little bit similar to cling film. UPM can deal with it. Um, One microwave film. film. Yes, you know where you rip off the lid of uh, microwave meals? Oh, I um, see. Yes, yes, yes. Magazine wrapping and the like. Oh, I don't know what to do. Um, put them in the silver bin. Absolutely fine. As long as they're not food contaminated, UPM will deal with them. Ah, um, right, okay. So anything like batteries, we'd ask you not to bin at all. Not to bin in any bins because they can catch fire. Um, yeah, they, that is a grey area, isn't it? Yeah, batteries. But I don't know where they go. They go into the abyss somewhere. So we are to keep those and they'll 
as their points around the country, you know, where we can drop those batteries off? Yes, supermarkets, they have special right. receptacles. I love that word, receptacles, where Great you can word. take them and put them in. Um, you could save them at home. Better still, use rechargeable batteries because um, then you, that negates the need of buying and throwing away batteries, which is good. This also includes um, watch batteries and hearing aids. So it's any oh, right. kind okay. of... Okay, any kind of batteries. So out of interest then, where yeah. do those batteries go? What do you do with them? So whether it's the local supermarket and you come and collect them, what happens to those batteries? They go off to a special recycle place. I don't know the science of it or the name, yeah. but they definitely go off to be um, recycled. I mean, you can take them to the local household tip as well, the recycling yeah. centre. Uh, on Cheshire East and Answer, Answer right. um, you'll be able to see when they're actually open. And they've got a system in place at the moment, odd and even number plates. So they're still practicing social distancing, but yeah. you can go to the tip. Oh, that's brilliant. I didn't know they were open. So the other thing is then, I know you're going to try and show us on camera and we can talk to our um, listeners of what products have been made from recycling items. Right. So <laughs> it's better with visual, definitely. Yeah, but, it is, um, isn't it? TerraCycle, there's a company called TerraCycle that takes in crisp packets as you know, crisp packets and chocolate wrappers can't be recycled. Um, this is because two substances or products are fused together and the recycle process can't separate them. Um, so TerraCycle send them off abroad and they get recycled in a special way and they get made into new things. Um, I've got pencils made from denim, pencils made from plastic cups, uh, coasters from car tyres, uh, which I show. It's fascinating what they do. Um, and have you seen those being made as well then, Lisa? That'd be really interesting, wouldn't it? Have you seen that? No, I haven't, but I bet there's um, things online, videos. Oh, yes. Yeah. So it is a miracle, and it's more called upcycling when you make things into old things into new things. Um, don't you have a craft se session each week on about making things from cardboard and paper and things like that, Answer. Yeah, I haven't started them yet. I'm doing virtual talks um, that on Facebook, etc. Um, but I am thinking of starting a little craft projects. So I'll get like toilet roll tubes and uh, make them into pencil cases. Um, so yes, feel free to tune in um, to our answer page and uh, we'll download some videos onto there. Probably start them within the next couple of weeks. So. Right, okay. And is that gonna be called Mactastic, is it? We've got a Facebook page? Yes, at the moment, Mactastic Less Plastic have added me to their Facebook page. Um, oh, brilliant. So that's where I'm downloading videos weekly on Fridays at 10 o'clock. Um, and that's really interesting, the residents love it. So uh, yeah, getting good feedback really good so let's talk about then exactly what goes in which bin exactly what goes in which bin so what goes in the black bin what should we all be putting in the black bin <laughs> black bin would be anything that cannot be recycled so dirty food packaging polystyrene cork hard plastic unfortunately we do have but luckily hard plastic is designed to not be not to break up so you can reuse it so when you were um, saying we couldn't use bubble wrap 
and cling yeah. film, can they go into the black bin? Cling film and bubble wrap, definitely in your black bin. Okay. Um, light bulbs and light fittings, again, black bin. Yeah, I think that's pretty much, it's a lot easier to say what goes in the silver bin. <laughs> yeah, it is, isn't it? So let's just recap on what goes in the silver bin. Yes, so you've got paper, cardboard, glass, plastic, metal and tins. Um, you can put in carrier bags, that's a good one plastic bags you haven't used, um, clean food packaging. Uh, we'd ask you when you put your tins in your bottles in just to rinse them out. UPM will cleanse them properly, but it just stops any smells if you rinse them out. It does help us very much. And that's pretty much it. If it's made from that material, as long as it's soft, malleable plastic, it can all go in the silver bin. So do other counties have different coloured bins? I've noticed on my travels they do have different colours or an extra bin. What are they for and why haven't we got them in Cheshire East? I get asked this a lot, Karen, in my talks and they say, why can't we have a universal system? In yeah. Wigan, they have beautiful purple bins. I'd love that. I love purple, favourite colour. Yeah. <laughs> but it's confusing because where I live, I live in Stoke-on-Trent, under another council and we have to separate all our recycling whereas Cheshire East it all just goes in one bin so I'm asked often why can't we have a universal way of recycling and I said unless we got it would be ideal if we could have three UPMs in the country so say one in Scotland one down south and one where ours is at the moment and then we could all have one universal system but at the moment, councils and governments aren't in that position to do it. Yeah, so we all have individual. We're lucky to be in Cheshire East because it, it is a lot simpler than other councils. And we probably moan and we think we've got it hard. So we probably got it the easiest, <laughs> have we, out of all the counties? Yeah, very much. That's really yeah. good. So let's move on then, Lisa, to life with less plastic. I mean, it's devastating when you see our beaches and what's happened to our sea life. So how has it become such a problem and what are the implications of being careless with plastic disposal? I think people rely too much on single-use plastic and the reason why this is it's so easy to buy, it's cheap, it's very convenient to use. Um, if it's not disposed of correctly or recycled, it can get in the, in the system, in the ecosystem. Now a good example of this is say you go on a picnic or you go for a walk along the canal yeah you have a water bottle that you drop on the ground and you might think yeah that's fine someone will find it that could roll into the canal which would then flow into the river which would then go into the ocean and this is what we're finding even though we're a landlocked authority we're still contributing to that and uh, anyone who watched the david attenborough program on the problem with plastic in the climate at the moment right. um, it is staggering and it is very upsetting to see um, so basically in Cheshire East we encourage people to use multi-use plastic or hard plastic which you can reuse in this day and age you can't believe that people are still just throwing plastic on the floor I just don't understand it myself maybe they think we have a quote in answer it's only one bottle said yeah yeah. A billion people 
and it's sort of like it won't matter if I just throw my carrier bag on the floor but unfortunately when this happens it escalates doesn't it yeah totally it really does so I'm not I'm not sure if you can answer this question but how long until that plastic is completely gone then um describe how long it would take for certain plastics then to completely I mean do they dissolve what happens okay. they're not biodegradable are they or are, are some of them well take a plastic bottle a water bottle would take 450 years oh to my goodness 450 years and that it wouldn't even disappear it would break into microplastics which would then be more of a problem um, nappies take 400 years that's just one disposable nappy uh, fishing wire takes 600 years a balloon takes six months um, a, a styrofoam tray that would take about three months um, so it's you know it is a, a problem and it's quite staggering finding out how long it takes things to break down if that they really do. is that is a staggering amount of years isn't it so yeah. i'm sure they're working aren't they towards finding a, a a product that is biodegradable in a less time uh, but they haven't quite got there yet or so not everyone's on board are they no no but uh, hopefully we're looking at ways of, well, if you look in shops now, you can't buy plastic straws anymore. Very no. rare you can see them. Um, supermarkets are getting away with the plastic. They're doing away with the plastic bags to put your fruit and vegetables in and replacing them with net bags that you can take and refill and then take back to the shop and reuse. Yeah. Um, Morrison's at the moment have a great... Uh, incentive where you get club you get points on your loyalty card if you take in a container to put your fresh meat in you'll oh, get so good. many points wow didn't um, know that yeah so it's just little things that now suppliers and manufacturers have caught the vision and they're like hmm let's do things different yeah they need to all get on board don't they so what ways can we reduce single use plastic then Okay, well, we have a really useful toolkit in Answer, and it right. has a lot of uh, tips in there on how to reduce single-use plastic. Um, the first one that I did, the easiest, was uh, I used to buy 24 little bottles of water. That That's fine if I'm going to recycle them correctly. Well, that's 24 bottles going into the recycle stream that puts pressure on the system. So I bought a reusable water bottle, um, for the same price as 24 and I just reuse it just keep refilling it so that's a really simple easy way to make the switch yeah. um, you also instead of sandwich bags they have this thing called wax uh, beeswax material now okay and it works instead of it better than cling film and you can wrap your sandwiches up in that and it keeps them really fresh for a long time um carrier bags again change to a jute bag or um you know a, a natural cotton bag a it will save you a lot of money and it'll last you a long time and it's best for the environment as well Definitely. so there's lots we can do Definitely. now there is a bit of hope out there karen um the plastic that they've pulled from the ocean uh in this country we're now mulching it up and shredding it and it's becoming road surfaces it is amazing and 
it is reversing and people can see the changes slowly happening with the reduction of plastic in the environment. See, what's amazing is um, plastic bottles can be used actually in so many things. There's a school, I'm not sure if it's in the Philippines, it's built out of just water bottles, which is amazing, isn't it? They must stuff them full of all sorts and make them into like a brick and they've built a whole school out of it. So can you expand on that? What else can people make out of these plastic bottles? Oh yes, eco bricks are fantastic. Ah, Very simple to do. Very simple to do. Uh, when I go to teach guides and brownies, it's a great activity I do with them, where we, we have a bottle each. We have crisp packets, chocolate wrappers, anything that can't be recycled, cut up into little bits. They go inside the bottles, compacted together very tightly with a stick and then um, they have to fit a certain criteria with weight and when they're hard enough they then go and I had the brownies building tables chairs stools and can they paint them they can paint them I suppose as well can't they of course yes yeah, yeah as long as it's yeah environment friendly mm -hmm. I bet they love that that's really good craft work to do isn't it so we've talked about the recycling thing today we've talked about leave it loose uh, unusual suspects of course don't bin batteries and then we've talked about life with less plastic so hopefully people will take some points away from that this is going to be one of three episodes and I think next time we're going to meet we're going to be talking about life with less food waste so before we go today Lisa how can we contact you if anyone's got any questions how can they contact you either at answer or social media pages okay well we do have social media pages we have a Facebook and we have a Twitter um, so our Facebook is just and our website as well that gives you the most I'm also available on email at lisa.collis at answer.co.uk um, and also Facebook which is answer.co.uk it's very simple but uh, there's always resources available which is what you need really definitely because things do change don't they all the time as well things are yes. updated and then we, we think we're just getting a, a great knowledge on what to recycle and things will change again <laughs> won't they so thank you for joining us today, Lisa, and we look forward to talking with you next time. Thank you, Karen. You've been listening to An Appetite for Life with me, Karen Kelly, sponsored by Dane Bank Dental Practice, where happiness starts with a smile. If you have anything you wish to bring to my attention or discuss on this podcast, then please get in touch. You can email me, Kelly at btinternet.com. It's good to talk with an appetite for life.